maybe that leads us on to, I suppose, the the next piece. Because, let's talk a, a rookie head coach, right? Because again, um, my team, the Broncos, I think decided not to go the rookie head coach route because they went with it previously. But I would argue that Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph were the wrong picks. It wasn't that they were rookies. It was mm. that they're just neither of those two gentlemen are head coach material. But yeah. one defensive mind who does appear to be head coach material is to be go Ryan's. The Texans continue to impress um, and CJ Stroud um, up against a, a decent Saints defense. I'm not going to call them, you know, absolutely outstanding, but they're solid and mm. the Texans got the win at home today. Yeah. So to make Ryan surround himself with talent and seems to surround himself with talent that he knew as well. Um, and on top of which D'Amico Ryan is, is clearly a people person. The one thing that, that, that screams, that everyone always screams about with D'Amico Ryan is that you know when he's in the room and you kind of want to run through a wall for one run through a wall for him. Uh, Bobby Slowick is obviously an interesting choice offensive coordinator because they have history and it's clearly working. How much that's down to CJ Stroud, I don't know. I like CJ Stroud. I think he's been outstanding so far this season. Uh, but I think D'Amico Ryan's has an ability to get the most out of people, which is becoming pretty evident on this Houston Texans team, particularly on the defense, which is. There are changes, obviously, from last season, but there are players from last season that are playing considerably better as well. So so I, I like what, what D'Amico Ryans is doing as a head coach. I mean, potentially in the running for head coach of the year, but I still think that's probably Sean Payton. Uh, I say this as I look, and they are currently tying with the Arizona Cardinals, so not Sean Payton. Sean Payton! Sean McVay, sorry, not Sean Payton. It's, you're throwing me off here, Colin. That's what the problem is here. But yeah, Sean McVay. Sorry, yes. Um, but I think D'Amico Ryan has done an excellent job. And I think it's less about whether he's a defensive-minded head coach or offensive-minded head coach, and it's simply just someone you want in the room with these players. Yeah, um, I, and I, I think how Stroud has taken to the league. Again, I say it as somebody who, during the Vance Joseph and Vic Fangio eras, uh, I was told constantly that, oh, you know, Rookie head coaches need time and rookie QBs need time. Um, and yeah, like, but you need to see signs of growth. Has everything gone perfectly for the Texans? No, um, but you can see that he has a plan. And yes, as you said, you can see that people respond uh, to him. In Moving on, I suppose, to um, to talk a little bit about the, the Panthers more than the Dolphins because I, I don't think anyone is surprised by this result um, but perhaps the Panthers got off to a, a very quick start they were, were up by two touchdowns which following the week and the season that they've had we saw Frank Wright come out and basically say um, that David Tepper uh, was the new Jim Irsay, Dan Schneider kind of take your, your pick um, and then they go 14 up um, mm. And then the wheels uh, come come off very quickly there. Um, are you surprised that the Panthers are zero and six, and that Bryce Young has struggled to to really have any sort of impact thus far? Uh, so Bryce Young, yeah, I, 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 I'm probably a little bit shocked he's not been. A little bit better, but the protection's not been really been there, and the weapons aren't really there. And today was the f first day that he feels like he's hitting Thielen, 
like consistently, um, which I think he needs to rely on quite heavily to uh, survive in the league, if I'm honest with you. Um, there are obviously the issues considered with Bryce Young's height, and I think that's overrated, but I, I would like it to see him protect himself a little bit more. It takes a long time to throw, throw a ball, uh, which is something I'm used to, obviously, with Justin Fields. Um, I'm surprised they're 0-6. I thought they were better than that. But I did think it would be a bit of a struggle. The, the, the talent isn't really there still on offense. They could probably do with a first-round pick next year, which they don't really have, uh, especially if they're going to continue to lose games as well. I'm sure they would love that. Um, the offense just doesn't seem to be clicking, but there are... It seems to improve every week. Tommy Tremble has been consistently someone that Bryce Young can rely on. He only had a couple of catches in this one, but they were important catches. As I say, Adam Thielen's his number one receiver, and he's really got to start hitting him. And it's it's just, if Adam Thielen's your number one receiver, like at current Adam Thielen, then you've probably run out of talent a little bit. And Chuba Hubbard's your running back as well, so that's a little bit concerning as well. Yeah, had talent poor. Yeah, um, I, I don't... The concern, and I'm, I'm interested, but in your take again, for uh, they gave their pick uh, next year's first round to the Bears. It, would the concern should the Panthers have any concern, or, or can they ignore the noise? Right? They, I suppose, they, maybe they should ignore the noise, but can an NFL franchise ignore the noise that if the Bears end up with picks one and two, hmm. um, or you know, or at least the number one pick? And the that is potentially the result of the Panthers themselves. If it were to be the Panthers giving up the number one pick and then the Bears take Caleb Williams. Mm. And as a result, that we have Bryce Young and Caleb Williams compared to each other forever. Is that going to cast, you know, a, an even larger shadow over Bryce Young? Is that something that the, the Panthers can can deal with and as a result should they be looking to bring in the you talked about the talent deficit should they be bring, looking to bring in you know some wide receivers before the trade deadline so at least they can get some wins so at least it isn't their pick that the bears are taking are using to take caleb williams you you'd have thought that would be a concern wouldn't you that, that they can't keep losing games that this is not a team that is tanking because they don't have the number one overall pick, assuming they continue to lose, that is. They need to win some games. You thought before the trade deadline they would be looking at bringing at least someone in, like a burner. like A bit like, oh, this is a really bad example, but we're going to go with it anyway. A bit like when the Bears brought Chase Claypool in last season. <laughs> like, But, you know, with an actual receiver uh, that, that uh, isn't, uh, going to be going to be compared to a vending machine at one point. Um, so I, I think if they can bring, they can have a look around. There are teams that are probably looking at shedding some talent um, because it's looking like they're not going to do particularly well this year. Unsettled receivers that can't, that teams can't afford anymore. You'd have thought they would consider bringing someone in because they need some quick wins. They don't need to make the playoffs. They just need to not end up with zero wins this season. And you would hope that they're looking around um, because it, there, there is really no point in just staying this talent poor. You do also wonder whether it's now time to start considering, do you get rid of Brian Burns in favor of like another receiver? 
I mean, is that just admitting that the DJ Moore trade is actually a terrible idea as well? If you can, if you end up having to get rid of your premium pass rusher in favor of a receiver to try and just help out your young quarterback that is struggling at the moment and looks downfield and can't see anyone open except for ex-Jags ex -Jags wide receivers that the Jags deemed weren't good enough for them. It's concerning. Um, if they do that, then you've got to wonder about, yeah, ownership. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and an owner who, you know, we're, we're told repeatedly is impatient. So, look, we, we will see. And if you're see. enjoying the show, please do vote with your fingers and rate, review, or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Every click, every like, every positive review, and every additional subscriber makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we really do appreciate it. We'd also love to hear from you and to interact with NFL fans on our social channels, wherever you're listening in the world, so please do get in touch.